In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. New England's own trendy Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, all the way from east of Bridgewater, the blonde bombshell, the queen of East Bridgewater's most haunted the amazing Anne Carrigan. Wow, I get better every week, man. Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you trendy? Oh, you don't know that. That's right. I, I was at a uh, my paranormal study group uh, last night at the Circles of Wisdom in Andover, yeah. which was kind of cool because we had a link up with uh, Byron Jackson from the U.K., and mm-hmm. it was kind of neat. And... Uh, I had my new trendy coat on, my new INC trendy coat. Really? Yes, yes, yes. I yes. must it's, not be trendy. What's INC? INC <laughs> is one of uh, Macy's uh, Gucci brands. Oh, well. Yeah, uh, we coming yeah, up in the world, Gucci. Yeah. And Gucci. so a uh, couple of the girls there mentioned that I was so trendy. Oh, well. Woo-hoo. So there you go. <laughs> Trendy or not, I am here. That's great. And you sound much better this week. Last week you were going to die because you had a migraine. <laughs> yeah. And so how is the campground now that you've opened it? Oh, it's it's very good. It's very quiet right now, but uh, we're all opened up and ready to roll. Is there any cryptozoology out there? Uh, not that I have seen. There's uh, a, uh, some bears and some deer and lots of skunks. Definitely skunks. And chipmunks, but I haven't seen oh, any cryptozoological creatures. Little yad rats. Yeah, <laughs> varmints. Chipmunks, the little the varmints. varmints. They will dig up my flowers all the time. We do have. They do have a, like a seven foot or six chipmunk? foot tall chipmunk. But what? Yeah, that's just chippy. That's their mascot. I don't think he qualifies in the cryptozoology category. <laughs> Oh, oh, he's not real. But he's mighty cute. Uh, <laughs> I suppose. Yes. Yes. So, but anyway. We're ready to party. Party, party, yeah. party all summer. Mm. Mm-hmm. I do have a couple things I want to mention before I forget, as usual. Okay. And that is I have two dining food with the deads coming up. One at Captain Patty's in uh, 
see Kittery, Kittery, that I will be doing with Jeremy Dahl, Tremont, and uh, we're going to be talking haunted lighthouses because we've actually investigated, uh, I think, three or four of them together, and we're going to talk about some of the other ones from all around the world, too, so it would be kind of neat. But we and, and you got a nice honor Saturday night, right? I did. I from was... Uh, people? Yeah, I was uh, something or something or other. <laughs> I was uh, volunteer of the year or something. Whatever. Yes, it was cool. You were. It was cool. Yes, you but, were. And be proud and congratulations. You deserve it. Right. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yes. What was your oh, second yeah, thing? So we, we we do have that, which is kind of cool. But uh, it's part of it. In fact, next week I believe we're going to be doing a show on Rose Island Lighthouse. Yes, we are. Yeah, and uh, very cool. And part of this uh, dining with the dead we're doing on on the following Saturday, a week from this Saturday, we will have footage of the table tipping uh, at Rose Island, and that was absolutely phenomenal. I was looking at it today, and mm-hmm. it is it'll blow your mind. Oh, it's awesome! A five and a half foot oak, or four and a half foot five foot, whatever it is, oak <laughs> table, double pedestal, solid thing was. Jumping up and down, wow. twirling, spinning. Oh, this thing was freaking awesome. That is awesome. That totally is awesome. awesome. We did not have nearly as much fun as that on our trip over there, but yeah. we did have a little uh, flashlight responding to our questions. So oh, give me that. We'll have to talk about that on next week's show. Yeah, I guess we will. We will. We don't want to give it all away now. No. But it so was, have you, it, you've ever cool been to hell? Hull? Hell. Hell? Hell. Oh. You know, I think brim, I've heard you talk brim about and that place brimstone before. and fire and brimstone and all that crap. No, not recently. No, I've been acor- told to go there a few times, but well, I don't think acor- I've ever actually been there. According to the sun, this woman has. Uh, according to the sun, a woman lost on an Australian country, country road turned her car down a narrow path and drove straight into hell. Oh. I drove into the pit of the fire, she recalls. The 57-year-old woman said she saw Satan peering through her windshield. (laughs) He was grinning at me horribly and said, Welcome to hell. Welcome to my nightmare. It was Alice Cooper. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, She says he looked like a man, but with charred skins, horns, and wings. Oh, People were everywhere, she remembers. Their bodies were engulfed in flames, and they were screaming in agony. When they opened their mouths, fire shot out from their throats. I think she was they at the were, RMB. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> Either that or the IRS. Uh, <laughs> they were all crying to God for mercy. She claims that the devil reached into her car and grabbed her on the shoulder, where she has third-degree burns. There you go. Without really knowing what I was doing, I slammed the car reverse and stepped on the gas. Satan tried to hang on, but I managed (laughs) to pull the car out of there. She somehow found her way out of the woods and back to home, crediting crediting her St. Christopher's medal on her dashboard for giving her the extra strength to escape. Wow. Uh Sure, she wasn't just having a little hot flash. Uh, hot flash. I think she was on a little bit of the uh, <laughs> native uh, 
Moonshine? One guy? Yeah, really. <laughs> but we have our guest on the line, and maybe she can tell us a little about the native fungi and what the hell was going on with this woman. So without further ado, let's bring on my favorite West Coast switch, mm-hmm. the unbelievable author and radio host, because she is the host of Stirring the Cauldron, which I was actually on uh, a little while back, and she gave me hell. Ooh, see how that fit right in there? <laughs> Marla Brooks. <laughs> Would I ever give you hell, Ron? You Come did. <laughs> you, you, you picked on me for writing bad stories about witches. <laughs> I didn't pick on you. I just pointed it out. <laughs> yeah, well. He takes these things personally. Yes, he does. <laughs> Hi, Marla. Right. <laughs> Poor put upon Ron. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Used and abused. That is my yeah. new uh, yeah. motto, I saw credo, that. credo, whatever it is. I did. <laughs> did you? Used and abused. Oh, hey, you know okay. what? You're on this show. You're going to be used and abused. So. Well, now I am the trendy used and abused. <laughs> 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 So there you go. Do I have to call you sir now? I am, by the way. I uh, am a lord. I'm glad you mentioned that. A lord. <laughs> I am. I, I am an officially lord. I have this certificate. I'm staring at it right now. Wow. I am. Okay, let me, you want to know what I'm the lord of, I'm sure. I am the lord of Chelsford Wood. Really? Yeah. Okay. You're not the lord of BS? Nope, this is no? real. This is this is a full full certificate. I am definitely on it. Mm, his lordship, I mean, Van Helsing. I am a lordship. <laughs> Lord and th- this is true. I mean, you too could be a lord too if you want to. Because basically, what it is, I own title land. Oh, so how does with that with happen? with the land comes the title. So mm. therefore, you may address me as your lordship for now on. Uh, yeah. huh. Oh, not. <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir I, Lord I, Van Helsing. Okay. Uh, okay I will yeah, say, is... oh, Lord, say <laughs> <laughs> at times, but you know, um, that, that would be a different Lord, yeah. So, Mala, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you doing? Outstanding. Uh, Mala has written several books, including Ghosts of Hollywood, More Ghosts of Hollywood, More Ghosts of Hollywood, <laughs> Seance is a Hollywood, but uh, spell casting for hippies or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, no what, are, what are the titles of your books? Well, it's the Ghost of Hollywood series, so it's Ghost 1, Ghost 2, and Ghost 3. Um, and then workplace spells, everyday magic on the job, and Ooh. animal spells and magic. So yeah, little, and, and, little ghosty, little witchy, we got it all covered. <laughs> and, and you know what's kind of cool is 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 Mala has agreed to write a little spell monthly spell for my newsletter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. So now watch I out, Ron. You may be the target. It really, like that has never happened before. Now I'll have a. Uh, <laughs> no, I have never put a spell on you. <laughs> I think you yeah. have. I think you've charmed me. Oh well. Oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> when you really? go webbed or you know something like that, then we call it a spell. How'd you know my feet were webbed? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Gee, hmm, I wonder how that happened. Hmm, strange. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, a, um, 
There we go. I lost my words. Who did that? <laughs> Who cast that on me? <laughs> I know. I, yeah. See, she, she but, cat this, cast the, the cat got thy tongue spell. On there you, you go. <laughs> yeah, well, right. actually, in workplace spells, I have a spell called hold thy tongue. So oh, I like that. It must be a cousin. Hold thy tongue? Actually, hold thy I, tongue. I have a spell. You do? Yeah. Yes. If somebody's, like, pissing you off. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I noticed I can use that word because they said uh, we could do it before the beginning the show started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you listened to your disclaimer. Good, I did. Yes. Uh, so, anyways, if someone is irritating you, other than me, uh, <laughs> what you should do is take a piece of paper, write that person's name down on it, and then you place that piece of paper name down in a glass jar and put spring water in it and shove it in your freezer. Oh, ooh, see, now that's not so good. Now now you have a little basic witch 101. Yeah. Uh, that's a binding spell. And binding ooh. spells are something that you should only use when absolutely necessary because sometimes you end up binding yourself. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I I actually did. So that you have to get was, what get some Ducalax or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but see, I was kind of young and stupid once. I've gotten really, really old and a little bit smarter. But <laughs> I actually did a binding spell on someone. It, that what you're referring to is called a freezer spell. Freezer spell, and, yes. Yeah, and. Um, I did that to someone, but you only, like I said, I, I knew then you only do it when all else fails, kind of. Right. But it actually kind of backfired in a way. Because you got frostbite? I, well, close to it. Um, kind of felt the the repercussions of it for a while. And really? Then, honestly, this sounds really horrible, but when I took this person out of the freezer because I started learning more and more about how that's really not a really wise thing to do, but it's something everybody does because it's really easy, but they don't know the ramifications. And uh-huh. when I took this spell, when this, when I took the thing out of the freezer and thawed this person out, um, a mutual friend of ours happened to see her not long afterwards, and the woman looked horrible, horrible. Uh oh. And so my friend says, oh, my God, what happened to you? And she says, you know, I just got so sick for the longest time. Um, I developed diabetes. I got all this stuff. You know, and she says, she says, it's almost like somebody put a spell on me. Oh, oh my God. I know. I nearly wet myself when I heard that. Um, <laughs> well, see, I, I do know this story of this person mm-hmm. that did this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because this person was really irritating this other person, ah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who I can't name. Uh, right, right. So they did well, this, and then, well, eventually this person lost the job, so no longer worked with this other person that uh-huh. irritated him. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. basically they took the jar out of the, well, the ice cube out of the freezer uh-huh. and threw it in the toilet. So do I have to say what else oh, happened? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Now, yeah. So basically, we, binding spells aren't too wise to do unless okay. you have no other recourse. Because we have a we we do have a question in the chat room. Are there we, karmic? We have a question. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you all by myself. Wow. 
Oh, wow. And by the way, if people do want to ask uh, somebody questions like Ian or, or uh, Mahler, uh, they can uh, go into the Tojanet chat room, or they could go on to our Facebook page, which is... Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. And I am monitoring it right now. Leslie's making sure that I am on the ball. Uh-huh. And, and, <laughs> and so I they am. can ask questions in the air, they right? They can ask, yep, post your question in there. Or you can call in at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. So, anyways, that's how you can reach us if you really yeah. have to. But anyways, go the ahead. The question is, are there karmic repercussions for people who cast spells out of spite? Only if you believe in karma. And I do. Yeah, um, I know, Ron. You don't. You're just kind of mm-hmm. care care not. But um, yeah, I think there are. I think anything that you do out of spite or anger, without thinking it through, um, will have karmic repercussions because that's probably part of the lessons that we're supposed to learn when we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So yeah, as I, opposed I, as opposed to where? Uh, over there. Over there, over there. Or coming back here, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, right, uh-huh. like like that myth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, you know, we always agree to disagree on certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is payback for the, having me on the show and beating the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I know, right? <laughs> Just to warn you ahead of time. I lovingly beat the crap out of you. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't beat you, silly. I know. I'm still okay. somewhat alive. You're jealous. I know you are, Ann. Uh-huh. I am. <laughs> I am. Are we going to talk about Marla's books? Yeah, in a minute. We'll get okay. to that. Okay. All but right. Uh, there was actually another part to that question in the chat room because I was looking at it, and Kat said, uh, if you're working for sure, three-fold law. But, uh, yeah, so that's basically if you do something, it comes back three-fold. Yeah, but not all witches bad. believe in that. That's a, no, that's a wicked don't. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is basically a wicked thing, and Wiccans are kinder and gentler. Um, than They're some. like the softy of the witches, right? Yeah. Um, they've been, well, Ray Buckland, who is, you know, um, like our, the guy that we kneel to and kneel down to, um, he sometimes calls certain Wiccans fluffy bunnies. <laughs> fluffy bunnies, yeah. We actually had him on our show one time. Ray Buckland is great. Yeah, he is. He's, he's you know, father he's, of he's like he's like nine hundred years old. You know, almost as old as I am. But uh, uh, he's still he's very guy. formidable. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Van Helsing fears nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ann. Were you asking question, Ann? Yes, Ann. Yes. Ann. Ann. Yes. Yes. You were asking something before I missed. No, I wasn't. Sure, you would. Her books. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> well, Marla, I, I'm sorry, but I haven't read any of your books, and I'd really like to know about your Hollywood We would actually would have loved to have read your books if you freaking published it and sent them to us. I oh, know. did I say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I gave you the, the person to yell at, so hey, you're, you're off the hook. I'm just pointing fingers now. Um, yeah. Well, actually, um, they are all Hollywood, um, Ghosts of Hollywood 1, um, which I, I have and I have read. Yeah, called The Show Must Go On. It, it's very much Hollywood celebrities and locations, things like that. Uh, Ghost 2, actually, is a book of seances. That's the one I want to talk about. Yeah, Hollywood seances. Um, some that we participated in, um, others from 
some people, smart people like Richard Sennett, um, David Wells, mm-hmm. um, Psychic to the Stars, Kenny Kingston. They all contributed. Got a couple from, well, not from Hans Holzer because he's on the other side, but mm-hmm. uh, his daughter allowed us to use some of his stories. And, um, you know, I love seances. I do. And I love mm-hmm. all sorts of divination including Ouija boards, which is really controversial. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about them. I think in the wrong hands, they're scary, and you shouldn't really, you know, do that. But if you know what you're doing, you're with people that know, um, use the right protection, and don't believe everything that comes through on a Ouija board, because sometimes spirits do lie. You, you um, know what? I just, the funny you mentioned Ouija boards, because I just watched uh, a couple of videos on the internet uh, from the 700 Club, and they don't like Ouija boards for some reason. Um, no. No. <laughs> um, they don't like witches either. No. Far so, Helsing. And I don't think they're too crazy about ghost hunters either. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, sure, they, they think it's, you know, the devil's tool, but then they also think witches consort with the devil and do his bidding, um, yeah. which is, you know, another fallacy. But, um, no, I mean, people, I think people have to understand with Ouija boards that it's not a parlor game, you know, even though Parker Brothers would tell you that. Right. Um, but it isn't. I mean, there's different types of Ouija boards. There's witch boards. There's talking boards. They come in all different shapes, sizes, names, whatever. But it's the same thing. It's a divination tool. And anytime you do any kind of divination, whether it's dowsing or automatic writing or Ouija boards or pendulums or any of that stuff, you're opening a door. And you got to kind of look through the keyhole first before you open that door because you never know what's going to come in. <laughs> so, you know, when people are sitting there using Ouija boards and, oh, oh, oh well, let's call the devil, let's call a demon, let's do this and that. Let's call you know, Ron. Let's call Ron. <laughs> right. Um, you know, what you're asking for is you're probably going to get. And then there's also the mischievous spirits that come through. Because, you know, I always say that when you're doing any kind of that work, it's kind of like this neon sign comes up over your house that only they can see on the other side. It's like open with the arrow pointing down. <laughs> so, this like, they're, they're going to come in. Mm-hmm. And, again, you know, if you don't have a doorman to check the door to see who's walking in, you can get into some kind of trouble. And especially the people, oh, there's no such thing as devils and demons and, you know, bad things. And, and sometimes, you know, a disgruntled spirit like Ron will be, I know he will be. Are you um, kidding me? I, you know, you're disgruntled in this world. You're just okay. you'll be disgruntled. I'll probably in the next be one. sainted for God's sake. He'll be oh Saint Ron. Uh-huh. No, your oh. wife will be sainted. She already, <laughs> she already is, is. We already know that. Yes, she is. God bless her. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be a cranky, cranky spirit. So he there. will. You know, people are <laughs> under the misconception that when we cross over, we get halos and wings. Mm-hmm. I will. You know, and we change, and we and we all of a sudden go from whoever we were to something we would never hope to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it just isn't going to happen. Angels are a whole different phylum. You know, they don't, they're not the same as us. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so you're going to get disgruntled spirits coming through. You're going to get, you know, angry or silly or whatever. And the other thing, too, about when you open that door um like spirits come after those who are in kind of the same frame of mind as you are. You know, they kind of like to hang around. You know, a happy spirit will hang around a happy person. Um, 
a depressed spirit will go to a depressed person because you're just sharing emotion. And so if you're, like, doing the Ouija board and you're sitting there drinking and you're not, you know, in your full capacity, you're going to get some spirit that, hey, I like drinking, hey, let's pour it, you know, and it's <laughs> turn into a problem. Or, you know, if you're angry at something, you know, you're going to get an angry spirit in. And so, like I said, I don't, I'm not against Ouija boards. I've used them, but under controlled circumstances with with the, the uh, protection, with the knowledge. I mean, I always call in my guides and my doorkeepers when we do any kind of thing like that. You know, the guides to kind of stay clear and kind of help keep everything decent and the doorkeepers to keep some of the bad ones out. Mm. So if you know what you're doing, I think it's fine. And so I, I really do like seances. Mm. Do you know yeah. I've never been to a seance? Are you kidding me? No. You know how many seances? Never mind. I won't go into that. I don't know how many you've been to, but I've been to none. Not for lack of trying, but it just never right. well, Why? never was in the cards, so to speak. Well, actually, well. not until I wrote Ghost 2 had I ever been to one either. Wow. wow. Strangely enough. Um, and, yeah, um, and we did two or three different ones, and depending on who the medium is at the time and everything, they can be like, you know, day and night. Mm-hmm. Completely. The first one we went to, um, the medium was from the old school, the spiritual school. So he had the trumpet on the table and and bits. He was trying to call in Hollywood spirits. So he mm-hmm. had he had um, like pieces of jewelry that certain ones owned and this and that, and put that out there for attraction. Mm. Uh, um, you know, the other sounds we went to, we were in a bank building, a very haunted bank building on Hollywood Boulevard, in the basement. In the vault that isn't used oh. anymore. It was huge. I mean, <laughs> anyway, but that was a whole different type. I mean, we used a weep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Which we didn't use the Ouija oh. board at the other seance. Um, I think that was call waiting. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That was a phone call from the dead. Right, and there I you go. Like, oh, oh. I always like to say. <laughs> I get scared about telephone dead calls. Honestly, I do. But anyway, I mean, all seances are different, and and we did one at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel with Kenny Kingston, um, who, again, is also a spiritualist, and um, he was doing channeling. I mean, he he channeled during that, and that was something that we hadn't done at the other two. So, I mean, seances are kind of fascinating, fun. Yeah. In a good way, (laughs) for the most part. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we, you know. we actually, have, I've been to several, but the, the one time that I did trans channel was at the Hooten Mansion. Mm. Oh, my God, it's half we hour have, already. We have heartbeat, Ron. All right, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles of the Next Generation on Tojinet Ghost Channel and beyond. And we'll be right back with <laughs> the following messages with Marla Brooks, my favorite West Coast witch. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. 
Booyah! That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand. Or you're the winner. Well, now, we have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Brassi. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche, create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressey. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on togedat.com. to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with our guest, Marla Brooks. Ron, one, one two, two, three. Booyah! booyah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> nice try. Hey. Yeah. Any, anyways, um, oh yeah, so we were talking a little bit about seances, and one of them that I did at the uh, uh, Hooten Mansion, in fact, I might have talked about this last night, is that it was the only time I ever trans channel and but I was still someone else was in my body but I could actually feel everything ooh telephone call from the dead, I love it. Uh oh. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, and actually I could feel the spirit get so angry at Maureen that it actually threw her ac- across the floor uh, against the wall, which is kind of neat. She was sitting in a chair. Ow. But that was me. <laughs> so yeah, was you would cool. think that was funny. Nice. Well, you know how much crap I've taken for her through the oh, years? Oh, Maureen. She beat the <laughs> yeah, tire right. out of me. <laughs> oh, you poor Maureen. What about poor Ron? <laughs> oh, what about poor Van Helsink? Poor <laughs> trendy Van Helsink. <sighs> you, you know what? They have, They have. Uh, you know, psychics to the sky, stars. I'll be uh, Van Helsing to the stars. Is it? Does that work? <laughs> okay. I okay, think I read whatever. the crickets. Anyways, what? You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann and Ron. Our very special guest is Mala Brooks, author, radio host of Stir in the Cauldron on Pararex, uh on Thursdays at 9 o'clock, I believe, correct? Yeah, good, good, good. Excellent. Yeah. I remember yeah, the hell you. I remember the hell you put me through that day. So. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! It's, All right, Marla. That's to my brain. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, Ian. Yes, Ian. <laughs> I said, "All right." Yep. All so right, you have a question right. then? All right, is is a question. Well, I want to ask about the Hollywood ghost. So, what is there like one in particular? I know you you have this whole series, but is there one in particular that's really intriguing to you? Um. Some of the things on the investigations that we went to, actually, okay, we know that ghost hunting is kind of a serious thing for the most part, mm-hmm. but I always kind of try to find the humor in it <laughs> at times because you just need that to happen. Yes, you do. And so it's the funny thing is, I mean, we did not get, you know, every dead celebrity coming through. I mean, Hollywood is a big place, and, and yeah, they hang out here and there. I mean, you know, everybody knows about Marilyn Monroe's mirror at the Roosevelt and um, Rudolph Valentino flying around um, 
Paramount Studios and Lon Chaney over at Universal. We know all that stuff, but I think they're really too busy to be hanging out so much. So we went to this restaurant called um, the Formosa Cafe, and it's right across the street from uh, Warner Brothers Hollywood. And back in the 40s, it was kind of the hangout for everybody that would, you know, stumble over after work and sit at the bar and have a good time. And so the mental images of things are kind of neat because you walk in there and it looks like it's from the 40s. But um, we had a medium with us, and she went walking around and walked into the kitchen. Now, this place was owned by um, a Chinese man from always, always. um, He was the chief cook, bottle washer. It was his place, and he was going to do it right. And what went there was because they said that he's bothering some of the staff now, The one, especially the slackers. <laughs> you know, like they'll get poked, you know, really hard, like, eh, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be doing that. They should be poked. Okay. Exactly. So <laughs> my friend Victoria, fellow witch and medium, um, walks into the kitchen, and she, she just stops dead and look, turns around and looks at me. She goes, you're not going to believe this. She said, that guy is in there. And what it was was the ex-owner protecting his domain, but he was standing there wielding a meat cleaver at her in spirit. Oh! <laughs> and as scary as that is, it just made me laugh. I mean, it really made me laugh because I could just see this guy. Don't you come in here with that, you know. This is my kitchen and, you know. So, I mean, it just, you know, I like that kind of cuteness that goes on, because as we all know, there's a lot of scariness, too. Ron's run into a few scary situations, and I think we all have, but, you know, I, I kind of look for the happiness and the fun of it. Um, Hollywood's very tragic. There's a lot of transient spirits. The weird thing was, we went into the Hollywood Wax Museum. Oh, I love this one. I've heard this story. Which part of it? There were a couple. Well, um, I heard the one about the Holy Supper, or the Last Supper. That's and, and, the and one. Perfect yeah. story. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's a perfect story because it's lit. Okay. There you go. There you go. Well, so let's, it, let's go it with it. really <laughs> creepy in the sense that, first of all, and no offense to the guy who made the wax figures, most of them don't really look like who they're supposed to look like. <laughs> I didn't recognize one of John Wayne. Now, how hard is it to recognize John Wayne? All right. Not very but hard. I had to, like, go, who the heck is that on that for? <laughs> you know? Anyway, um, so several of the people on our team are Catholic, and, uh, you know, me, just pagan, whatever. Um, so Recovering we, Catholic. Huh? Recovering Catholic. Something. <laughs> is that what they like to say? Oh. Moving so right on. I, you know, we walk over to this beautiful kind of thing. I mean, I don't think half the people, half the apostles that they depicted looked anything like they did, but that's all right. Jesus is up on the cross in one scene, and he's down at the Last Supper table. And everybody on my team started to freak out because they were getting really, really bad feelings there. Now, they're getting really bad feelings, and I'm thinking, this should be very serene. This is the Last Supper after all. And then I start looking, and apparently people, because it was behind glass, this particular one, and people had been throwing coins, pennies and stuff, onto the table where there were, you know, empty plates. Uh And lots of them 
Oh, God, I don't want to sound sacrilegious, but lots of them banged off Jesus' head, and he, <laughs> he, had, he had, like, divots in, Dings his, in his head right. from the coins. I can feel the love, yes. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, this is sacrilegious. This is bad. And meanwhile, my team members are kind of tiptoeing around and saying, you know, we can't stay here too long because this is this, this the feeling here is so bad. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, if people are banging Jesus with pennies, you know, taking chunks out of his forehead. I mean, it, there should be bad feelings. Yeah. And then for some reason, and, and they, they're pretty sure that people didn't do this because they can't reach the exhibit, but two or three times one of Jesus' fingers was broken off. Oh. And laying on the table there. So it's like something is there. So, you know, people kind of, they're thinking the devil might be, uh, Hanging around now again. I'm not so sure that is a devil per se. Mm-hmm. So um, you it could know, be the finger monster. It's a finger monster, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it was just the weirdest thing because you know you feel like you should be feeling very pious in that area, right? Right. Yeah. And here, you know, Jesus has dings and his fingers broken, and 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 some of the the figures did not look too good. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, was that what you were thinking, Ron? Yeah, that was a good one. I like that one, Mom. Yeah, you would. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, poor Jesus. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, uh-huh. he uh, suffered for our sins, and yes. we're still... Still is. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He just can't get out of that gig, huh? Stinging yeah. him to death. All right, good. <laughs> yeah. But so, you have no sins, cast the first coin. <laughs> oh my god. Y- uh, yes. <laughs> now Watch I know words, aren't you, huh? One of the one of the episodes and um that we've seen on that, that crazy old show, Ghost Hunters, mm-hmm. they were actually in the house um uh the Tate house. Did you happen to go there at all? We did, um, but that wasn't the Tate house. It was a no. house that's three doors oh, down. It was next door, right. I'm yeah, sorry. next door. And, uh, it's the it's guy who lives a... next door to the Tate, so, I mean, it's yeah. just... Yeah, yeah. Close, it's, close enough, right? Yeah. right. It's not His second in... cousin's mother's sister's secretary's <laughs> brother. Well, what? the the man who owns the house, David Ullman, swears that Sharon Tate is there and uh, swears that there are several other victims that, that come to him. So we were invited, a um, whole group of us. I mean, even Gavin Cromwell, he was here at that time. Um, oh, we yes. all went. Yeah. And we actually did a five-hour live investigation on Pair X that night, mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting considering that somebody invited one of the girls next door, one of Hefner's Playboy bunnies. So she oh. was there. God. Damn, why can, how come I miss these? Wait a minute. Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. My name's, the radio, Ron. my name's not on the A list, evidently. Oh, I figured that out. That's no, right. well, you know, most of us. People are jealous because I'm eyes. trendy. Yeah. Well, she, she's supposedly into the paranormal, so somebody invited her, but. Uh-huh. That's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> but we we were actually there, and I didn't get to investigate much because Gavin. 
friend of ours, Mark Nelson, who's also psychic, and I were kind of manning the mics during this whole thing. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, there were some a couple of interesting things that happened. I mean, we went on the air and lost all power. Computers went down, cell phones went down, everything went down. Oh, this wow. is a surprise. Which was kind of like, eh, you know, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, the house is, the neighborhood itself is kind of creepy, so you begin to kind of get creeped out by that. Mm-hmm. But we did have, somebody brought an ovulus, and, and you know what that is, right? And then in case people don't, it, it's it's this EVP thing. Oh, I'm so technical. I'm going to describe this really uh, no, well. Good. I, I'm letting you go with this. I'm really oh, letting you go with you this. You can I, help I, me. Just speak up, please. No, I find this quite interesting. Oh, Ron. You know what? I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Anyway, it's attached to a computer, and it picks up EVP and speaks them or writes them, depending. I think there's a difference between the ovulus and the paranormal puck, right? There there somehow is. But in any case, we had an ovulus. I knew that, and I was fascinated by it. And the minute we turned it on, the first word that came out of it was murder. Oh, my. Yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty apropos. Um, But... I mean, like I said, I missed out on most of the investigation. I mean, I, you know, kind of strolled downstairs a couple of times but didn't get to be with any of the mediums that were investigating, so I kind of missed out. That's kind of a It was, you know, but um, it was kind of interesting to be there, and, you know, when you go into that particular house that we went into and that that ghost hunters went into, um, you know, the, the, the property where the Tate murders took place, has been raised and there's a new house there. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about any of you guys. I wouldn't live there no matter if they put the Taj Mahal up there. Right. It's just, <laughs> no. You know, residual energy, bad mojo, you know, the whole thing is kind of bad. Mm-hmm. So the whole neighborhood did have this kind of little creep factor to it just because you knew what happened there. And, right. you know, you could see the driveway where a couple of the victims were found. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of all around there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we we did go there. And, you know, I mean, I've got an open invitation to go back. Um, mm-hmm. it may be okay, really and, and West Coast trip. There we go. We're going to go with go. Mala, Mala to someplace. Mm-hmm. There you go. Road trip. Road trip, trip. yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Oh, it, it's, it's a, I don't know. You know, it seems that I, I really believe that they're, you know, oh, how do you feel anything, you know? They don't understand the concept of maybe residual energy even. No, a lot of people know. don't. And, you know, I mean, if you feel like a black cloud over your head, it could be that, you know, that simple. So I think there is a lot of... Or it could be a spell that somebody put on you. Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just, you know, black black cloud spells are stealth spells. I'm going to do one. You're going to know it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we talked about your your, uh, seances a little bit, and we talked about the ghosts. But we really haven't touched the spells other than the fabulous spell that I gave out to everybody be freezing their, their <laughs> neighbor and putting use, them in the, yeah, I think that never. was like Van Helsing malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be using that everywhere. I mean, they'll be sticking that in. People are going to go into freezers. They'll and be dropping and like bright. flies, and it'll be all my fault. <laughs> yes, it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll all be bound up, and it'll be your fault. <laughs> That's all right. I have, we have duplex, no problem. Uh-huh. 
Yep, he so, just grabbed the X-Lux concession and we're all good. <laughs> there you go. So a- anyways, um, these other books you've written, you've written two on spells, correct? Um, uh, first, first, the workplace spells. Um, yeah. Everyday magic on the job because everybody has issues at work. And okay. I so so what what is let's talk about that book. What, what, what kind of spells are in there? I mean, is it spells to get your pay raise or? Well, what? it can. Um, it can you know spells to get a job, spells to get a promotion. Um, you know, clarity spell if you can't kind of figure out what's going on. Um, I have recipe for an empowerment sachet. Um, gossip spells. Ooh, a palmish um, sachet. What's what's an empowerment sachet? Um, <laughs> Did you say I, empowerment sachet is just kind of to <clears throat> kind of to get you to um Don't cry. You know, okay. a little yeah, I know I'm crying, it's horrible. Um just a little bit more confident maybe in your job. Right. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, mean, I need that. It's really simple. Well all you need, Ron, is like um a red pouch. You can find those anywhere. Go see Christian Day at Hex. He'll he'll take care of you. Um, oh, he'll a, take care of me. <laughs> yes, he will. Um, a bay leaf, a cinnamon stick, um, a ginger root, orange oh, peel. Oh, bay leaf. Oh, I thought you said bay leaf. Bay leaf. No, mm. bay leaf. <laughs> oh, it's going to smell nice. Yeah, rosemary, sage, and some jasmine flowers. And you um, put the herbs in the bag, and you... Um, and when you hang it over your bed, you know, you get that nice scent and, and it kind of in your dreams only gives you a little bit more empowerment. Real simple nice. stuff. Yeah. I think somebody's putting a curse on you because you keep cutting out on us. I know. I know it's it's the call waiting and I just Somebody wants you're revealing too many cigarettes. They're trying to silence you. <laughs> Her phone is, is cursed. She's it being is. The that spirits sounds, are trying to silence her. That's, that sachet sounds awesome. I'd just like to sleep with it under my pillow because it would smell so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, all, all oils and incenses. And, well, you know what? You could put that in, the, in our next newsletter as, as the spell of the month. Mm, the empowerment yeah. spell. Yeah. yeah, is that hot or is nice. it? Nice. No, that's easy. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I, think I, need, I think I need to get I need. You to need get a lot, book. kid. I know. Yeah, thanks. I need to get that workplace book. That yeah, on my list. <laughs> there yeah, you go. It's, it's, and, and try I can tell you, you're not going to get it from the publisher. <laughs> oh, if she's nice, she might. Mm-hmm. I might buy it, Ron. Oh, I wow. heard about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. People actually buy my book once in a while. Yeah. They do? Yeah, I heard See, about you it. You have a better publisher because I got mine from yours. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have two publishers, so... Oh, la da! You're trendy. Yeah. You have two publishers. Ooh. Well, see that one thing goes along with the next. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That's because I am the trendy Van Helsing. Now, what what about the animal spells book? Because I think that that sounds really interesting. Well, it is. Um, you know, but I need to be clear that we're not doing spells on animals. Right. We're doing spells for animals, and that, oh. that's the big difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because, I mean, face it, animals are our friends, our kids, you know, they're they're yeah. not just like in the old days when you had a cat, it was to catch the mice, you <clears> know, or a dog that was just, you know, to watch the house. 
Um, so now, you know, we can we can do things. We can use magic to help them when they're not feeling well, or or you know, to keep them healthy. Um, Cause speaking of the binding spell, Ron, I have a spell in my book that is a binding spell, uh-huh. and it does wait. It does include um, putting something in the freezer. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. but 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 but. It's called Freeze Those Fleas, and it's a way to get rid of fleas on your pet. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's okay to do that to fleas, honestly. Yeah, okay. It's not okay to do it to fleas. they don't count. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, one of those cute little things, and, you know, you put um, a picture or a drawing of a flea in the waterproof container, like you said, and... Oh. Um, and it goes, and that's kind of supposed to freeze them. And, and in both the books, um, with the spells, there's also incantations mm-hmm. um, for each spell, or you can make your own. But I think the beauty in both the books also is there's, like, appendixes, appendices. I don't know how to say that. Appendixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had mine taken out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's all about the different amulets, about the different charms. It's about the properties of oils and incenses and crystals and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and also chapters on how to create your own spells. So, you know, and anybody can do it because I'm, you know, I, I joke that I'm a lazy witch. <laughs> and, and so I don't go ahead and cast the circle all the time and call in all the deities and the elements and everything. You yeah. don't really have to. And so anybody can do magic. And um, But, you know, you kind of re- need to read... Um, the disclaimers first, you know, about what you shouldn't oh, yeah. do. Right. But, you know, for animals, I mean, it, it's just good. There's there's a great spell for, you know, sometimes your dog will trip or something, get a, a sore foot or a sore leg or something. And mm-hmm. I've got what's called a hematite healing spell where you just use a hematite yep. stone because hematite is kind of self-healing. I carry um, hematite all the time. Yeah, you scratch it, it heals itself. And, you know, if you... Um, Put hematite like in a dog's collar and sew it in, so obviously it can't fall out and they can't eat it. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you hold it in your hand and you just rub the hematite across the the animal. Um, it heals. So there's all kinds of those things. I've got a chapter on how to choose your pet by their astrological sign, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like someone that wants to pick up strays and get them at the pound. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of against puppy mills because that's a lot of inbreeding and oh, yeah. somebody's okay. getting rich. Yeah. Um, but some people, you know, would like to have a pet that sort of fits into the household mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's astrologically compatible to them. Hmm. So I've got a chapter on there uh, talking about, you know, the different traits of pet astrology and, and according to oh, cool. David Wells and I had a long talk about this mm-hmm. and they're the astrology for the animals, the signs are pretty much the same characteristics as we. So, um, you know, if you want to choose your pet by by their astrological sign that's in there, I've got a chapter on Reiki for pets because it works just as well on Of course it, it does. You can do, oh. use Reiki on any living creature. Yeah, exactly. You can actually use it on plants, believe it or not. But you didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I think my poor my poor baby Rocky. He needs he needs a little Reiki because he's getting old and he's got a bum hip and sounds like me. Doing a little coughing and <laughs> so oh, poor baby. guy. Yeah, so, maybe I'll have to, I'll so, have to get that book too. 
how, yeah, about, how, how, how about you guys? Could you use some extra money? Yeah. Where are, we actually, going, where are we going with this? I actually have a money spell. Oh, really? I yes. got one in my book, too, but go ahead. What's yours? Really? Mine is yeah. a Chinese one. Okay. It's called the Chinese magic spell. Good okay. name for it. Uh, and basically, you get yourself a can of uh, a tin, tin meaning a can of salmon. You know salmon, right? Mm-hmm. You eat yeah. the fish, okay, with something green like lettuce. Uh-huh. All right? Yeah. Like you can put it in a sandwich or whatever. And while you're eating it, think about saving money, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Then you wash the tin. You wash it out well and place it near the front door. And every time you leave the house, take a small coin, a penny was fine, out of your, well, you don't put pennies in your wallet, but whatever. <laughs> I do. <laughs> out of uh, whatever and place it in the tin. Uh-huh. And when the tin becomes full, you take the money to the bank and start again. This will s- <laughs> well, wait a minute. This base. Uh-huh. Uh- yeah. This is serious stuff. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And basically, this sends a message to the universe that you want your money to stick around, and uh-huh. therefore, you will keep your money, whatever you have of it, that goes <laughs> well, to the bank, evidently. That's kind of like, it, yeah. That's you bring similar. it to the bank like a buck at a time, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to love you, and you walk in with this gigundo jar of pennies. Pinky, pinky we, tuna we, have free, we have a free sorter at the bank, so I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, no, thank that, you, Ron. That's similar to some. I'm, I've not heard the salmon thing. Um, oh, it's because it's Chinese. Well, uh-huh. yeah, and I know, you know, fish are lucky, and, and fish deal with prosperity in, in exactly. Chinese wisdom. Exactly. So, yeah, I could, I could live with that. <laughs> you know, feng shui is a cool thing too. I mean, feng shui I know is it. lovely. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got to clean out that chi. Yeah, well, that's my biggest problem. Is I get chi all over the place. <laughs> you got stinky chi? No, I don't have stinky chi. I have lots of chi all over the place. <laughs> give you stinky chi. Uh, you know, I don't think we've asked Marla to give out her uh, website. Oh, somebody's at the oh. door. You better answer that, Ann. Okay, I'll go get it. I'll be right back. See, phones, doorbells, hey, we're having a good time. Yeah, so if somebody comes to your door and asks you to take off all your clothes and run around waving your hands on your front lawn, don't do it. Don't open that door. Mm, Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron, because I would have run right out. All right, so anyways, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Marla's website. Marla's website, yes. My website is really easy. It's marlabrooks.com. And, uh, yeah. Very, very simple to find, and also, you know, I'm really easy to find on Facebook, too. She's really you easy, know, trust Rob. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we, will, we will be looking for you on Facebook then as soon as the show is over. Yeah. <laughs> Sniping at you, that's what she There does. you go, and don't forget to go and like our Facebook page, Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation, because every week we get more and more members. Loving it. Do we really? We do. Suckers. In spite of you, Ron. <laughs> In spite of Ron, we get new yeah. members. So but there. don't they realize they have to like it to do it? Yes. Oh, but they can lie, right? They're, well, They're sympathetic. <laughs> sympathetic. Even if they kind of like us, it still works. So. Any, anyways, we, we do want to do that on Facebook. Like and kind of like. Kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> totally hate, but like to follow. 
<laughs> to make rash comments about Never not mind. wanting to be left out. Right, uh-huh. there you go. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Mahler Brooks has been our guest, and she's been outstanding. She is a West Coast witch. She is the host of Stir in the Cauldron on Thursday nights at 9 o'clock on Pararex Radio. And also she's written several books, including Ghosts of Hollywood, more Ghosts of Hollywood, tons of Ghosts of Hollywood, <laughs> and two spells for animals and spells for the workplace. Good. That, for me, getting all that, I'm 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 really pleased and surprised. It's amazing. Isn't Thank it? you, Molly. Yeah. You must, you must have cast shot. a smart spell on me. <laughs> I don't, oh, I can't even say what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> this is your show, and I must be polite. Yes, right. never stopped you before. <laughs> oh, who said that? Oh, Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Heat. That's, that's the, the going out thing, so we have to say goodbye to you. We want to thank you so much. You were a lot of thank fun. Thank you, Marla. For oh, putting up with us. Thank you for asking me. And we, awesome. we love you. We do. We do. We do. Kisses. Oh. Ooh. Good night. God bless, Marla. Good night, everybody. From goalies to ghosties. Long legacy beasties and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.